in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Raider podcast with your host, John Mayetta. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe wherever you consume your podcast content. Elon Musk, the SEC is suing Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla, for his tweet that went out in early August that we wrote about before that we've discussed in this podcast, where Musk tweeted that he was contemplating taking Tesla private and that funding was secured which of course wasn't the case. We posited that it was a short squeeze, a whimsical tweet by Musk to squeeze squeeze the shorts who he was aggravated with on an earnings call some days before. Uh, the shorts had been all over Tesla for years now at this point. He sort of got fed up with it, and it was my point of view that his tweet about taking Tesla private was put the hurt to the, to the shorts, and you can't do that. That's That constitutes fraud. And so the SEC is seeking to to remove him, they don't want him to serve as a public company CEO or director. And they've posited that the tweet was was fraudulent. I'll leak, link to one of the articles. Everybody's got an article out about it. Um, you can read some of the articles that well, I may have I've wrote one, perhaps two articles at Tech Today. And I know we've talked about it on the podcast most recently, episode 205. So that's out there. That's news tonight. And then the, the, the second item that I thought was interesting was the NBA agreed to make portions of NBA games available. So they're going to make the fourth quarter of NBA games available for $1.99, I believe is the number that I saw. And this is important. I've felt strongly for a period of time since, I think, 2012. I think my cable bill bundle peaked in 2012 at about 275 per month. My wife and I today were on YouTube TV with a, a Netflix subscription and an Amazon Prime subscription. So Prime is whatever it is, 110 a year for more than just digital content, obviously. That's the, the full Amazon Prime service. Netflix for whatever it is today, 12 bucks a month for streaming. And uh, YouTube TV is is 40 bucks and cable, you know, for the for the pipe into the home, that's 65. And I feel like we have more quality content today for less than half the price than we did 6 years ago. And there's a, there's a saying in technology, build it once, sell it many times. That same strategy applies to, to content. If you own the rights to broadcast an NBA game, why not sell it any way you can? So I, I believe NBA TV. I subscribed to that most recently, I want to say 2015, and it was not a value. And I don't recall the number that I paid off the top of my head. I want to say I paid roughly $150 for half of the season. I came in at the at the midway point around the All-Star game. And it just wasn't a good value. I had access to every game, but just didn't feel like it was a good value because you don't clearly value every game the same way. You'd like to be able to pop in and pop out as you see fit as time allows. You probably value your home team more than other teams. And maybe even for the home games, you don't necessarily want to see the entire game. And the NBA thought they were cute that hey, we're only going to make the full season available and force everybody into the bundle. You know, fans want it, they're going to have to buy the full bundle. Well, clearly that's not the way the world works, especially with younger people who I haven't seen metrics around attention spans, around how many how many minutes per day people 30 years and younger spend on the various entertainment options that are available to them. So if you think about all the social media platforms, if you think about all the different content platforms, how many hours per day, per week, per month 
do people 30 years and under spend spend on each of those platforms it's, it's highly fragmented the viewing experience is highly fragmented between first second and third screens and so the nba's model just didn't fit today the reality of today's world and so i think this was a smart move to to make uh, fractions of games available and i believe they're going to shortly announce plans to to uh, price full games and and other permutations of this a la carte strategy so i think that's makes a lot of sense and now if we could just get some of the other other companies out there the, the content companies and i'm thinking about live sports in particular so if you think about uh, the the ufc mixed martial arts that's they're one of the last last content producers live sports content producers that that still operates exclusively on the pay-per-view model uh they they do have a streaming service for a fight library and certain live events are broadcast over their streaming service the, the live events that they expect won't capture a large share a large rating share uh but as far as the 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 fights that they believe will have a large number of viewers they push all that out to pay-per-view a pay-per-view model boxing still does some of this but boxing is moving more and more to to streaming and i just believe that all content providers should make all their stuff even the most highly rated content available via a subscription a monthly subscription as opposed to this this pay-per-view model which you know if i'm an owner of that business there's not a ton of predictability around pay-per-view models it's like the old perpetual license revenue models we talked about this in another writing at tech today about how every company should look to adopt a subscription revenue model so you can check that out we wrote that either end of august early september is one of our more more recent articles that's all for now see you next time